Mentality monsters. I'm going to use the word with the orange well rugby done. team. Someone press that arm. Take it off, Liverpool. <laughs> let's take it off, the Reds. And let's attach it to the Orlin rugby team. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Right, Anthony Moyles is with us to look back at the weekend's Gaelic football. Before we do that, you were at the Aviva. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I was. I, uh, Nothing jumped, like a good bandwagoner. I jumped across codes for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything about rugby now, Jerry. We, we keep going. What was it like? Uh, very, very, very nervous. Everyone was nervous pre-game. You know, I even chatted to everyone, was kind of walking around, thinking, is this just the Irish psyche? You know, if it was Italy or Wales or Scotland, would we be thinking the same? Um, and that tension, you could... Very evident on the pitch, you know, fellas, I, I think players, the Irish players, trying stuff that they probably wouldn't normally try and just trying to get it done, you know, trying to get a score. Uh, once, once, from about that 45th minute to about 55, it was just a real arm wrestle. And it was kind of like if, if Ireland score here, they'll break the, the, the kind of, you know, the, the spirit of them. And they did. And then kind of that was it. You yeah. know, they saw it out. And the crowd kind of relaxed. And you could nearly see the players relax, you know. But the atmosphere was unbelievable. I have to say, great occasion. Um, you know, a bit of history. Uh, yeah, it was, it was great to be there. Very good. Um, was it history? Dublin hammering Meath as well? Uh, it's not really. Uh, yeah. No. No. It just seems to be the norm, you know. The norm continues. At least it was in Navin this time. Everybody's shorter journey home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I obviously wasn't there. So I watched it back um, on Saturday night. Just thought, you know, after the when you have the pleasure, you have to have the pain. <laughs> you know? So I sat through it. Uh, it was it was it was very 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 poor from a mead perspective. Uh, extremely poor. Um, and you know, I, I've I hear people talking about oh, it takes time. And Colin O'Rourke was was interviewed afterwards saying, you know, this isn't going to take weeks or months. It's going to take years. And you're kind of saying. Okay, really? Um, and, you know, there was every excuse under the sun being thrown out. Fellas aren't conditioned. And I'm looking at the players and kind of going, okay, well, there's fellas who were there who've been playing intercounty football for definitely the last six, seven, eight years. There's guys then have come through underage panels with me, minors, under 20, so that. So I'm kind of going, if they're not conditioned now, why, what have they been doing the last five, six, seven years? So I don't take that. Um, I think the players genuinely were hung out to dry. Um, they have a very inexperienced full back line and they were marking Conor Callaghan, the new young lad O'Gara and Coma Coslo with no protection in front of them, with a big gale. And all Dublin did was quick transition the ball, long ball in, lo- lots of movement in the full forward line and just tore them apart. Um, and... Honestly, it could have been a, probably a 20 or 25 point loss. Like, Meade got a very fortuitous goal and Dublin probably butchered another two, if not three. So, just to, to clarify that, they went man on man in the first half instead of actually packing the defence against the breeze. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so Meade, Meade uh, Dublin had the breeze. Meade had plenty of the ball in the first half, but Dublin just did what they did, which was, was you know, they, they, they allowed them come on to them and just got them on the break. And... I know we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago with the Derry-Dublin game where we said Dublin have learnt more so than a lot of teams and you see it with Derry and you see it with other teams that when you're playing against a defensive setup, the old way or a couple of years ago and the naive way is that you leave just one man in you're one full forward and you try to create space in front of the goal but actually that's not what you do because what happens there is the opposition are able to crowd around the D 
So they're able to just, so you're trying to get punch holes and you can't. So actually what you should do is you should put four or at least four forwards right in on top of the goal and you spread them out and actually make sure that they're marked. So then by virtue of actually personnel, you can actually create a bit more space in those areas. So if you do get a break, you can just pop the ball over the bar and then recycle. Or if you get in there, you've got fellas coming out on the loop who are already inside and they can come around your shoulder. So there was just a bit of nuance, a bit of naivety, really, I felt. Um, they fell right into the trap, the Dublin trap that was set. Um, and then the second half, you know, Dublin just just did what they needed to do. And, uh, yeah, it was a very, very poor showing. I'd like The one thing I've... We've all realised this. And and if you look at the, the teams that are doing well over the last number of years, um, and even look at Kerry over, say, the last four or five years, the first thing they did was they got their defensive setup correct. That's what they did. They 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 you know they abandoned. I know we spoke about this a while ago, but they abandoned the six on six, the man on man. They put Tig Morley in as a, as a, as a sweeper, and they said we're going to get a hard working half forward line, which probably aren't the best footballers in Kerry. You can probably say loads of lads are given out because they're not good, you know, not as silky as the rest. But he realised I have four top class forwards who can kick scores, but I need two workers. And I don't see it. I'm, I'm kind of going in me like this whole thing of oh we can kick the ball, we can kick the ball. The modern game, if 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 a defence is packed, you can't kick the ball. You can't kick it from 30, 40, 50 yards. Because even if the guy wins it inside, he's going to be crowded out. So I think there's a lot of work needs to be done. I think this excuses of conditioning and they're a young team, they're naive. Well, if they're a young team, give them some help. Give them some support. Protect yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, yeah. Bad tactics in terms of the approach, but also a lack of accountability, it seems. I think so. You know, I heard Colin being interviewed and I didn't, like, I mean, the first thing I thought should have been, listen, hands up, we got it wrong as a management team. You know, we exposed the full back line um, because there was loads of effort from the Mead lads. Like lots, you know, people, of course, will give out about players, but there was loads of effort. They were running around, they were trying to tackle, they were trying to chase. It wasn't a lack of appetite or intensity, um, but they just couldn't, you know, people say, oh, they weren't, they weren't even getting any hits. You can't get hits when you're chasing shadows, you know, when fellas are running past you at, at pace. You can't you need you need to be solid. You, know, yeah. you need to be compact. Also, the days of hits actually mattering—they're gone. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're on. The, you're you're red card or black card, and that's it. You're done. Yeah. You know? Those comments from Colin O'Rourke afterwards, where he's saying this is going to be a slow process, not weeks or months. So he's suggesting it's going to be years, but that that seems like a bizarre enough thing for a manager to say. Kind after. of writing off a couple of years of lads' careers there, right? Well, it's very, well you know, if, I, if I'm a 26 or 27 year old, I'm kind of going. <sighs> You know, what's the point? So, so if it's if it's nineteen or eighteen or nineteen, I know the under twenties are out. I think on Tuesday night, but then you're just flooding the team with young lads, and you're saying, but but still, they're not going to be conditioned. They're not going to be. They're not going to have the nuance and the experience. You have to deal with what you have in front of you, and I just think that it's you know to say that it shouldn't be like was it years? Okay, it was years for Derry, right, or even loud, but they've showed progression. And what they've done is they've showed that we have a system and we have a structure which we believe in and all the players buy into it. And therefore, we will progress. We might need to tweak it every now and again. We might need to tweak it for who we're playing. But I just felt it was, we're going out against Dublin. We're going to go 15 against 15. And sure, we'll see how we go. What about the dubs? I mean, obviously, it's difficult to read too much into a match where it's decided almost before throw-in that they're going to end up winning this game. But are they seeing enough signs across the league that... Uh, the strength and depth that they need to be there and that the form of their better players is coming to where it needs to be? It's a strange one because I did. I I tried to watch it with a critical eye on them as well. Um, 
it was no test year, so it is very, very hard. Um, I think, you know, O'Gara, who was corner forward, people will be writing about him. I don't think he'll get an easier day, to be honest. Um, so when things are rough and he's got plenty of bodies around him, will he, will he have the same type of impact? Um, Costello was good. I thought he was he needed a bit a bit of boost. Conor Callahan again one on one. Like Fenton was imperious again around the middle of the field. Although I thought you know the the lads around the middle for me did very very well. Ronan Jones and and Jack Flynn and Dahi McGowan when he came in did well. But the the, the defensive setup again strong. A bit of speed coming out from Merchant. Um, Davy Byrne was back did quite well. The goalkeeper is really impressive. Um, there's a there's a competition for. Dublin goalkeeper oh, yeah. hasn't been in the squad yeah Evan will be back you know I think he's a long term injury but I think he's, he's due back so that you know there you go you've got two absolutely you know serious keepers now look I think I, they, they, they've you know what I'd say Desi probably would have wanted a better challenge right. to be honest with you well he's going to get it against Loud in the last round I think is that their last game And um, yeah. yeah that's Crow Park you know and Loud like you know as I said talk about a team that are on the up and up uh, and a team full of confidence by the way after losing probably two of their best players yeah of course you know, uh, like Mulroy is gone, and they come and they come from behind against Cork. I know Cork were down to fourteen, but here in Burn as well, yeah, oh, some fantastic score. Like I mean, just just really, and the spirit you can see it in them. Um, and again, you know, they will. Uh, I think Mead, if potentially Mead will meet them in a Leinster semi final, which should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can they beat the Dubs? Don't know, but I tell you what, they, they'll 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 set up absolutely like you know Mickey Hart and Devon are well used to playing against Dublin right so they know what buttons to push and they know how to set up against them so I'll imagine they will try to make Crow Park as compact as possible and just do what they're doing which is you know they have a lot of pace around the middle they have guys in the full forward line who are well able to score and they don't mind sacrificing themselves so uh, will they beat them I don't know it's a hard one to guess it, it, It's, but I think Dublin are already promoted so you know well I think Dublin yeah I don't know it's, it's, oh, it's a, hard enough do they have no, to win it there's a, there is a, a sequence of results to be you know it yeah, would be remarkable yeah. for Louth to overcome them there's a 14 point score yeah. is it head to head first it's head to head first right. yeah. so what are they, two if points? they won yeah, yeah if they win yeah. so if win they win yeah. they win yeah, yeah. Um, they'd have to win the game Mm. Yeah, can't see it. Can't see it. I think Dublin will, will will look. They'll be up in the gears. You know, they'll be up in the gears. They still have plenty to go, and they still have plenty because they'll be saying to themselves, "Listen, you know, Leinster at this stage, again, <laughs> yeah. exactly." Yeah, yeah. Uh, King Johnson's been doing a bit of work for us on the on the football trends, and he was making the point that Dublin scored two seven of two nineteen from Meath turnovers. Meath scored three points from Dublin turnovers, and last year's championship, forty percent of all scores come from turnovers. So there's a moment. When you when you win the ball back, if you go forty percent of the time, you're going to score. A lot of teams take that as like, oh, we're going to take a break now because we've got the ball, got the ball, and that's yeah. like, um, yeah, we're going to slow everything down. And uh, but yeah, and Dublin also do a very good tactic whereby if 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 we win the ball from them, anyone who's close just does a little small little tug back, well, and it's a free, and then you kind of you get in front of the player and you talk to the referee, and that's just a little bit of experience. That's all it is. Nuance, as Nin- I said. Nineteen ten was this was the uh, score. Dublin fouled nineteen, Mead ten. So every time they lost the ball, tactical yeah, foul. Tack- yeah, that's it. And um, and I think all the best teams are doing this, like uh, all of them. And so yeah. it's obviously being coached. Correct. Absolutely. And it's a, it's a tactic, and it's a, so we're not singling Dublin out here because everybody who is a good team is doing it at the moment. Is yeah. there is there like is that far more important than the black cards? Uh, it's a very hard thing again to officiate because you know 
I get in front of you and I'm tr- I'm kind of tackling you, you know, but I'm just making sure you're not getting away from me, you know. So I look like I'm tackling you, and then I just and next thing the referee, and then I stand up in front of you and I'm talking to the referee. Meanwhile, the rest of my players are yeah. absolutely <laughs> milling back down the pitch. So all you need is five, six, seven seconds. It's all you need yeah, to delay it for, you know, and get back. Um, and that's the high-end coaching that's happening. It's, it's happening in Kerry, it's happening in Tyrone, it's happening in Derry, it's happening yeah. in Galway, it's happening... Yeah, OK. Um, no, the old way, actually, like, going back, but it would be that if you were on the ground, you would throw it literally back to the person behind you, whoever's closest to you, and just let him kick and let him try to move on. But what fellas do is they get up and they'll try to, you know, there's a wrestle, and then, of course, that's just the time, whereby you should release the ball as fast back and then try to move it as quickly as possible. But it's... Again, Look, it is that high level, Jer, that's going on. And uh, just keep an eye out for it. And we'll, we'll talk about it again as yeah. the, the season progresses. Um, Kerry beat Roscommon. The Roscommon kind of, that, their hype train has been calmed nicely. <laughs> I wouldn't say derailed. I would, yes, no, calmed. No, but like, and so I'd say they'll be happy enough. One, three games in the league. More than likely, I think, barring a weird sequence of results again. Um, Gotta be safe. Maybe they're totally safe with the way the fixtures are working out. Uh, I think it can, can go down to scoring difference. If Donegal beat them, uh, uh, Donegal are already gone. But if Donegal beat them, then if Monaghan won against Mayo, they'd finish level with Roscommon, and they've beaten Roscommon, so they'd have the head-to-head. But it, there's a few results. Armagh right, still need yeah. to catch them as well. Yes, of course. Armagh yeah, need yeah. to go to Tyrone and win. Yeah, so, yeah, which is going to be. As you, you, you'd imagine, that's going to be a major uh, battle. I did, the Roscommon thing, it's interesting. So you look, at, you look at themselves in Mayo, right? So a week after the league final, they're going to meet in the championship. Mayo are on the ruppers, you know, beating anyone around them. They're going to come into it. They're going to play the league final. So they've got, I think, Mayo, Donegal, I'm sorry, Monaghan next. Yeah, Castlebar. And... Will they put full on? I'd say they'll rest a few fellas hopefully, for that. Hopefully, the rest yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, says <laughs> nice. Yeah, 12 of them maybe. <laughs> I'm joking. But if they do that, uh, but also McStay doesn't seem like the type of fella who wants to tinker with momentum. You know, he was saying it yesterday and even in the interview he said, no, no, Monaghan is our next yep. focus, never mind the league final. So he wants to, he doesn't, I, it's, a, it's a tricky, it's a really, really tricky thing because if you allow that mentality to come into your players and they'll even sense it that this one doesn't really matter, it will definitely come out on the pitch. So even if you're bringing in new lads to try to blood a few new fellas, what ends up happening is they're playing with guys who are exper- who actually have dropped it back a gear. So you don't really see the best of them. Yeah. So you could end up being beaten by four or five, you know, or whatever it is. But then he comes into a league final then after having a loss and you're trying to put it back up into six gear. So it's a tricky scenario for him. But at the same time, Roscommon, albeit various results but are they setting a trap for them in the first round of Connacht Roscommon have proved that they are well able to stay in games and they are very very the, the confidence level is high and the belief is high like they've come back a lot of times yeah. seven and last ten minutes they've pushed on and again against Kerry, did, Kerry I think Kerry thought we just swiped these away here and it looked at various stages that they would do it but actually Roscommon stuck in uh, and could have got something from the game um, again, the analysis of the kickouts. Uh, Kerry won ten out of ten kickouts up to the seventieth minute, and then Roscommon pushed forward, and Roscommon won all the Kerry kickouts. Yeah. So it's like um, obviously the game is the melting pot at that point, and they're trying to win it. And so maybe that's we're gonna we're gonna manage games by conceding the kickouts, but we we do have the capacity when we need, need to, to. to surge. Mm. It's an interesting thing to be able to do. Like yeah. Um, yeah. And look, I don't know how premeditated that was or if it was just that the game was getting away from them and it's injury time now, so we're going to go for it. But 
against Mayo they can decide yeah. in the championship we're going to start one way we'll finish another way or we're going to show you one thing and you're going to expect it and then we actually change that's the bit that gets into an opposition's head yeah and I think I think the best management teams and the best teams that are run are, are, are doing that kind of stuff throughout the league they might only do it for 10, 15, 20 minute spells but they're, sh- they're doing something a little bit different and they're showing even opposition something a little bit different and they're trying to say right can we do that uh, have we got the capability to do it have we got the resources to do it and are we comfortable when we do it because some players just aren't comfortable in doing it you know so it's yeah I don't know Roscommon you know it was, it was all I suppose very exuberant you know three four weeks ago yeah it's definitely dialed down a bit, but at the same time, I don't think they have lost anything. As no, a matter, I know. would agree. I think they're, they're yeah. absolutely delighted with the burst. Everybody's happy. We're safe. Now we can experiment a bit. And it's definitely as under the radar as you can be in a county as mad for football. Yeah. As, and of as course, Mayo, the hype train has, is abs- it's, 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 if it hasn't left, it's, <laughs> it's fairly, it's fairly hot. Deservedly you know? so? Like, or it, again, there's nothing handed out yet. Is it? Okay. They were good. They were good. Yeah. Donegal were up. Ballyfay is not easy to go to. No, know. it's not. Uh, sorry, Donegal weren't pute. D- D- Donegal put it up to them. Donegal tried. Um, I thought you know it was a strong enough Donegal team. Yeah. I thought they had most of their main men back. Um, Donegal just couldn't deal with the width and the pace, uh, and 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 again the way Mayo were changing up the game. And, and that's what Mayo have at the moment. They've runners. And do you remember before we spoke about that Mayo in the last couple of years had runners from deeper. They had runners from their full back line. They now have runners from that half forward line and midfield. Yeah. So Matty Ruan, all these guys who are coming at pace at angles. And then they have O'Shea as that get-out ball. And he's just Brilliant. so good. He was. He was very, very good. He just... He looks like he's really settling into it, and he understands. His hands have always been excellent, Aidan O'Shea. Like I mean, Basketball people, hands, yeah. Very good. You know, left and right, the power of a left-hand hand pass. You know, when you're coming away from goal, and person comes to you, cuts inside, and you're just able to pop it into him. Like, it, it's, it's, it's so underrated, but it's an amazing thing to open up a defence. And, you know, he's so physically strong. He's, able, he's like, you know, he's like the honey trap. Lads are, fellas are coming at him, two or three players coming to him, and his hands are so good, he's able to release the ball. So, Look, they're in a good place, Mayo. Um, it'll be a matter of next day trying to keep the lid on things and trying to keep them focused. But certainly, uh, they're a team that are, I suppose, they're a bit of a tonic at the moment. Like, they're actually playing yeah. football. Yeah, well, they're proof that even in this bad weather on these heavy pitches, it's possible to uh, yeah. to make the game look good. Uh, Monaghan got hammered by Tyrone. Two red cards, I think, Shane, was it? Yeah, uh, Joe McQuillan was refereeing this one up in, uh, in Clonus. <laughs> I won't say any more. But no, to be fair, the Jack McCarran one was a, yeah, it was a, it was a, a yellow and then a black, followed by a red. Uh, probably deservedly so, tripped the Tyrone player right in front of the referee. And then it was an off-the-ball incident for Killian Lavelle, which, I don't know, he seemed very harsh done by, to be honest. But these decisions go against you sometimes in games. Tyrone, like, you talk about teams coming under the radar. Like I was very impressed. They're by black, him. baby. Oh well, that's what Sean Cavan was saying last night, essentially. And like Brian Kennedy and Conkey. Hang on, Patrick. was he not saying that there was a complete shambles a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all turned around. <laughs> I'll tell you what, things yeah. are looking up at their own. He but was like, the motivation. The two lads, Kennedy and Kilpatrick, in midfield were brilliant. Yeah, uh, and ju- it's it, the kickouts worked. It's no, uh, I guess, surprise to see Niall Morgan adopting the space from the modern kickouts, mm. but it worked. Like he was just taking an area, and Monaghan didn't know where to go from the from the kickouts. Yeah. And look, McCurry was brilliant. Um, Canavan was brilliant in the second half yeah, as well. Really they just they really are coming good, and, and yeah. the fact that they like they're not pushing for a league final, 
they're just coming in the, coming good at the right time yeah. I think at least well we spoke like, uh, you know I think three or four weeks ago we were kind of saying that it's in disarray and it certainly looked in disarray mm. they needed that spark and the spark came the last game and and remember I, I mentioned the spark won't just come from an individual it has to come from literally getting down the trenches and working and the, the work rate they did if you talk about McCurry watch McCurry in the game the amount of times and Canavan they chased back they covered yeah. fellas off and there was no there was none of this you know and sometimes you see in a game someone makes a break you look and you kind of go oh do I have to go okay I'll go there was just there was an instant we're getting back and like if you watch the goal that uh, the young corner back got McQueen, yeah, yeah. watch where he makes his run from the Monaghan guys see him look and kind of go someone else will take him yeah. and then there's a realisation uh oh we're not going to get to him and then there's panic and of course Canavan does a lovely little hand pass I thought Monaghan it was silly, stupid I, I didn't see the incident it couldn't get picked up yeah, on TG Carter so yeah. he seemed to be but I think Vinnie Curry was fairly adamant he was like that was stupid you know kind of get into the yeah. get into the, the, the dugout um, the, the first one was 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 silly thing to do right in front of the referee but Tyrone are coming good there's absolutely what what they've done as well with Kirkpatrick I like, I like and again we're talking about the, the nuances of management teams they're throwing him in full forward every now and again. Yeah, exactly. So, so he's out around midfield, and then they just they let him drift in, and then they empty out. So it's kind of like what we're doing with uh, McShane. Um, that also brought Darren Hughes, who was marking Kilpatrick, out of the game. Correct. Brought him in the full yeah, back line. Yeah, and which he, and of course, he wants to be on the full front foot and making those yeah. lumbus and runs through the middle. But it's 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 a smart move because obviously they got the penalty from it. Mm. But he's also he's great pair of hands. Yeah, and he's well able to kick. So you know if he makes his mark. He'll just stick it over the bar. By the, by the way, don't rule Monaghan out yet. Cockroaches of Division 1. They've always stayed up on the last day, usually. So, beat Mayo. Hope Tyrone do them a favour beating Armagh. You just never know, lads. Yeah, well, listen, you never know. Listen. I mean, if Tyrone could possibly relegate anybody, it would yeah. be Kieran McGinney's Armagh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you can imagine that's the focus. Absolutely. <laughs> and just to mention, you know, Armagh... They, Jesus, like they've kind of they have so much, you know, and it's kind of you're scratching your head, kind of going, oh, are they getting? Are they? I, I feel like it's nearly paralysis by analysis, you know. They're nearly they're nearly analysing the opposition and themselves too much, you know. And it, instead of actually just saying, listen, we're going to go out and play here, you know, when they were ahead, they'd Reno O'Neill in back as a sweeper in their own full back line, and I know they were playing against a, you know a breeze and they had to, be, but you're kind of going. Jesus, you know, it's something. It's like it's like they they restrict themselves sometimes, you know, because they're so focused on let's just win this game by a couple of scores and let's let's stop the opposition. Geezer's teams don't really emerge until after they've been knocked out of their provincial championship. Uh, history shows us. Yeah. Certainly, as Kildare supporters, like maybe we could just just once just go for the league, please. <laughs> and it was like, Never. And then maybe we could just have a, a Leinster championship that was normal. No, we always had to get yeah. beaten by Louth or whoever. And then all of a sudden the team emerges like yeah. a butterfly from the chrysalis, yes, and it's yeah. like. Ah, the yeah. qualifiers are here. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I think uh, Armagh could go deep into uh, uh, an Irish summer. Uh, so we'll see. More of the good stuff. A butter Thanks, lads. Cheers. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.